together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. That's Kitty and this right ship. It's your KC Morning Show, baby. Dare I say, that's one of the best ones I've done in a long time. I mean, that high note, yeah. you got the, that was it's crisp. When you do it right, it's not a squeak, it's mm. a twinkle. Oh. You know what I mean? I it, guess. There's a difference. Okay. And you felt it, right? I felt it. You did. You did a little goose puppy. What's the word? Kitty, a happy hump day. Casey Morning Hoes. It is Wednesday, my dudes. It is, in fact, Wednesday. What you got going on? What's that grin for, huh? It's vibes. You know, countdown to New York. Still still going strong. What's our hashtag for that? Do we have a hashtag yet? Stop. Why are you like this? I'm a millennial. I think of hashtags. I hate it. H-Love and Kitty do NYC. That's it right there. (laughs) Lock that one in. Sharpie that one in. New York Kitty. Oh, damn, that was better. Yeah. That was Sorry, much I just came up with that, like, right now. Uh, I've been That's work- good. I've been working on mine for I a bet few you. Days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my hairs cut today, and, you know, I was thinking about just getting a trim, but, like, I'm thinking about, you know, like, in a, I don't know, like, a little style, a little do. I'm not sure. We'll see. I'll probably back out at the last second. What, do you, what are you even considering as this? Same thing this I do? always do, you know, kind of that moppy shag, you know, is like. You, are you bringing back the bangs? I don't know. I don't really want to. He's yeah. saying no. I wasn't going to do bang bangs, more like, you know, like that, like, uh, curtain. curtain yeah, thing, yeah, you the know? curtain. You're pulling the curtain. Kind of what I got. I like what you got now. It's not working for me. No. Nope. not? Oh. What what's going on? Is it just it's unkempt? Yep. Unruly? Yes. All of the above? All of the above. Oh no. Yeah, so I'm doing that. Might go get a new phone, you know? That's exciting. Because I'm not waiting for it. Mm-mm. No. You're not no. gonna put any order in. I'm literally not putting an order in. If they only have just a thirteen in blue, I'm gonna be like, Well, I guess I'm not getting a phone this week. And that's fine. That's fine. So conditions are ideal is what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's Dude. nice outside. Walk the dog. Not too bad. Yeah, not too terrible. No. What else isn't too terrible? As I begin to slowly fade the music down, this doesn't happen very often, yeah? So something must be getting ready to happen. Something must be coming up. I don't think so. Something of significance. No. Uh Uh-uh. Maybe you might even call it... Uh Uh-uh. A list! You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The list of Hartzell. You just made the list! Yeah, yeah, yeah! My name's Hartzell. This is... My list. It'll it'll be a short one this time. You've missed it. You've you've longed for it. Missed, for missed it. that list. Missed that list. Ooh, God. I don't hate that at all. Kitty, my question to you is this: Has the pandemic ruined Valentine's Day? No. You don't think so? I guess not. Well, I don't know. Well, a new survey from Dating.com says that sixty percent of folks say that. Yeah, Valentine's Day has lost a little bit of its luster I mean, yeah. during the pandemic. They say that now because we have been so cooped up that we've been yearning for love and affection more often now every day instead of just one day one day a year. Oh, my goodness. Certainly been more expensive. Okay, then y'all should be more. That's cool. You should have been in the whole time. If that's how you feel. We're going to have a great time. We are going to have a good time. It hasn't lost any luster to us. Nope. We're going to take, take a piece of that big apple and... Dip it in some fondue. Oh. It's Valentine's. Fondue. 
This is a family show. Everyone knows that this is this is when you were conceived, Hartzell. This is prime Scorpio making season. Stop it. George Winston was playing in the background. Of which I got my middle name, by the way, George Winston. It was a Sunday evening, according to Mother, I think. Father, he had done some shit. You know how he is. You know. Came over with a bottle of wine, bouquet of flowers, and uh, yeah, nine months later. Hey, Hartzell. Hey, Zach. Got a set of twins, and the rest is history. What are you, what are you laughing about? That's a big day in history. It's Monumental Day. Without I that know. day, there's no us. There's no KC Morning Show. I'm just saying, you know. They that will live in infamy. Yeah. And it could We're be- not going to repeat that this no, weekend. No, 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 no. no. Fondue? No, Fondote. Is that all about your list? That was it? That was my list. My name's Hartzell. And, that was uh, your whole list, though? And that's my list. Yeah, I told you it was short and sweet. Oh. It was a list of... Of what? I guess now that I think about it, it wasn't it really, much of, really wasn't a list. A list. There's more statistics than anything else. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I got nothing. Kitty on the show today. We have Katie Camlin. She's with Casey Beerco. Casey Beerco got a birthday. Love, love Katie. Up. Talk about that. She's great, right? She's yeah. Amazing. And then we also have my guy Will Hertzell, the man behind Casey Fresh Reviews. Just kind of tours the area, eating a bunch of stuff, learning about our city through the lens of food. Not too terrible, yeah? And we wrap it up with Carrington Harrison, 610 Sports Radio, talking, well, talking sports. Talking great. sports? I mean, that sounds like a hell of a show. Yeah. Hell of a hump day, baby! Am I right? A hootie who? A hootie who? Now, yeah. Katie, tell these folks it's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. It's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan, but it's an even better day to be a Kansas Cityan waiting to go be a tourist in New York. That seems very specific to you. It's not. That it's not. It's for a lot of those. other Kansas Cityans, like the guy in the room next to me. <laughs> Oh, you mean me? Yeah. My name's Arnold. That's Kitty. A good day to be a Kansas Cityan. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Bye. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? The KC Morning Show. Katie, you have been on this show before, right? Haven't I had you on? I don't think so, actually. See, that's what I was thinking, too. Oh, my God, I'm a fool. Katie Camlin, for the first time on your KC Morning Show, it better be the first of many. She's with KC Beer Co., Katie is, and I know it's early. Is it weird if I'm having a Hefeweizen right now? Like, is that in poor taste? No, because, you know, in Germany, it's, what is it, like, it's got to be afternoon in Germany. I don't really know. Time zones off the top of my head early in the morning, but I think on German time, you're definitely good. So. See, Katie, this is why we get each other. See, you get me, <laughs> you get me my friend. Katie, what are you doing now over at KC Beer Co.? You got the brand new gig over there. You've been there about six months. We got an anniversary that we're going to be talking about. Tell us, tell these folks. What you doing over there? Yeah, so I have been doing the social media for Kansas City Beer Company, and I kind of just slid my way into some marketing as well. You know, been having a lot of conversations about you know brand image and advertising and kind of our goals. So it's it's really cool to be involved in the big picture stuff for you know this this awesome big company in Kansas City. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun. I I always joke that my job is taking pretty pictures of beer, and um, while that's not all of what I do, it's a lot of what I do, and that's pretty rad. You know, I guess my joke is. Is that I taught middle school and then it drove me to beer. Um, that's not actually true, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I really, I started trying beer. I credit the grocery store, make your own six pack. I just really got curious with trying to try everything that was out there. And I really discovered that I liked a lot of those things. And then I got 
um, you know, a tour guide job at Boulevard and started to learn more about beer. And I just realized I loved the the industry, the culture. I loved learning about beer history and I loved trying everything. And so it kind of just blossomed from a hobby. Um, so it's really cool if I would, you know, five years ago, if you would have told me I would be doing social media for a Kansas City brewery, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, it's It's really cool how the hobby is kind of just exploded we have a birthday bash with kc beer co happening this weekend but i do want to ask you this question katie you are a a woman in the industry in the beer industry that is a a whole complicated web right there you know there were some stories this last couple summers ago out of some different breweries that had some toxic environments going on kind of pulling back the curtain if you if you don't mind i mean you want the environment you're in to be safe you want it to be inclusive are we are we getting there so the great thing that came out of these kind of past two years of, I almost would call it like a reckoning in beer culture. You know, there were a few big stories in the news and there was also this giant um, Instagram account that kind of got national news. Um, a girl named Brienne from a brewery, she asked everyone to share their stories from the industry and she got literally thousands and she was sharing them all on her Instagram and it became this like giant Um, movement. And so I think what has come out of a lot of this like pain being shared is that, you know, people, I I do feel like people are being given spaces to talk about these things now and their voices aren't necessarily being silenced like they were. Um, And so there's definitely like an awareness within the community, being able to talk about those things and having support of other people. Just hope it keeps trending. You know, I hope that, you know, we keep being loud and these things don't go by the wayside anymore because everybody deserves to feel safe at work. I mean, that's that's just any industry. That's bare minimum, right? The, the very, right. <laughs> the lowest of bars right there. Seriously. In the KC beer community, is it pretty, is it pretty much a, we all play nice in the sandbox it seems that way at least on the outside looking in what is it about our scene that makes it a little bit different as you're now exploring other scenes and other beer cultures around the country yeah i mean one thing i love about the kansas city brewery scene is that there really is so much support across all the different breweries um you know for example like we may do some lab testing for a smaller brewery, um, you know, kind of as a favor and they'll maybe give us some cans of beer or like, you know, we'll decide to go patronize one brewery or that, you know, they'll come out to see us. And of course, everyone is each other's competition, but there's, there is a lot of, you know, like patronizing of other people's establishments and there's a lot of, of fun and beer trading and favors and that kind of thing. And so I, I really love that. I feel I mean, I feel like you can walk into any brewery in Kansas City as another brewery employee and be very, very welcomed. And I think that's awesome. One of the reasons why you all are having a birthday bash is because Kansas City feels welcomed at KC Beer Co. We are celebrating an anniversary, my friend. Tell us about the event happening uh, this Saturday. Yeah. So this Saturday, we're celebrating our eighth anniversary. Um, And so this is an event that we're really excited we can do this year. Um, You know, we didn't do it last year. So we're holding kind of like a parking lot beer festival and we're going to have 20 different unique beers and some of these things are things that have never been brewed before you know a one special batch for this event um and we've got a really crazy lineup i think it's going to be a lot of fun we'll break down some of this lineup my friend you can't tease us like that yeah. Come on. <laughs> so a couple highlights you know we've got some upcoming beer releases that are going to be part of our packaging so like we're doing a dortmunder ale which is going to come out in march but you know you can try it first at this party but what i'm really excited about are the brewers um special brews and then the return of the beloved boat parade so 
any any listeners may know that Boat Parade was the only beer that Kansas City Beer Company has ever brewed that did not follow the the German laws for brewing. So this had like cocoa and vanilla and a bunch of crazy stuff in it. It was a big old stout, and it was because we lost um, a Super Bowl bet to Cigar City, so we had to make a beer of their choosing. Um, and it was really good and people loved it. And so we have, we've got some that we're going to be serving this weekend. And I think people are really excited about that one. Tell me how important it was for Casey Beer Co. to make this not just a brewery. I've been there multiple times. We had concerts at Casey Beer Co. And it's awesome. You know, it feels like it is a very concentrated effort to be a part of the community. A brand, I hate using that word, but it is a brand that is bigger than just beer. Yeah, I, and I love that that is you know being conveyed to the public also because I I really feel like our our founder and our people are trying to convey an experience and are trying to be a part of the community and to like foster a sense of community and part of that is kind of modeled after the German beer gardens you know and we want to have a place where you can come regularly and see the same people and you can expect music and you can bring your kids and pets and it's just you know it's it's fun for everyone it's just we just want to foster like a a positive experience and with beer but it's not only about the beer so where can people go to get tickets do we need tickets for this anniversary on saturday give us some information on that yes so tickets are being sold they're 20 bucks you get a souvenir glass and eight tokens so the tokens are exchanged for your pours of beer and you can also buy additional tokens on site if you want to try more things and that's what i would be doing because <laughs> we've got so many cool things can i talk about some of the other brewers beers too because those are the ones i'm really excited about katie the floor is yours my friend Take it away. <laughs> i feel like i'm all over the place welcome so- to the casey morning show we take some walks <laughs> my friend so some of the beers that i'm really excited about we've got our ice box which are like I don't really know anywhere else that's making icebox. And so actually the process is is pretty cool. And so we take a beer like our pale Doppelbach or another Doppelbach and you freeze it. And then you take out what was frozen um, and you're left with concentrated beer. So it's like a, a really rich, higher ABV, like freaking awesome beer that um, not many people make just because it's kind of complicated. And we've got three of those on the lineup. If you see me Saturday looking a little funny, it's probably just because I got really into the icebox. Um, I'm really excited about those. <laughs> but we've also got, you know, our brewers, they did their own special recipes. So each brewer got to brew a beer for this that was completely by their own design, which is awesome. You know, we've got a dry hopped Baltic Porter. We've got a Rieger whiskey barrel aged version of our Winterbach. Um, so we've just got a lot of stuff that we wouldn't normally make that's going to be available. And I think that's going to be really exciting. I love your passion for this, Katie, because that right there, that felt like a lineup release at Coachella, my friend. That is really what this event is. Yeah, it's a birthday. Yeah, it's a celebration. But once again, it's community. It is Kansas City doing dope shit. And that's kind of what we like to do in Kansas City. My job is cool in the fact that I get to interact in a positive way with so many people that love Kansas City Beer Co. And I'm pretty much like the the sponge for all these awesome, you know, positive interactions. And so I, I do get a lot of like warm, fuzzy feeling on the daily from people, you know, commenting nice stuff or or saying they love our beers or, you know, things like that. And so it really is that I get to talk to a lot of people. Um, and I, I just think it's fun to, to stage beer photos and to, you know, post stuff on Instagram and see how it does. So I'm really just having so much fun. <laughs> I love it. Well, cheers to you, my friend. The eighth anniversary parking lot party. I got to plug the ticket link. You know, you got to get your tickets at shopkcbeer.com. 
So that's shopkcbier.com. And we will be selling tickets uh, a walk up as well. Katie, will you come back on the show, please? Let's- yeah, for sure. Let's do it tomorrow. <laughs> let's do it tomorrow. And let's for sure do it on Saturday. And maybe, maybe not play back the audio from Saturday. No. <laughs> Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. By way of Texas, now residing in the dear sweet state of Kansas, he's the man behind KC Fresh Reviews. He just goes around, cool spots, and he just eats a bunch of shit. It is maybe the best job ever. Will Hertel. That's right. Can't forget to stress that tell. I have to also say that he's moved me about twice now. He's got a truck, and I am a dainty human. He's moved many a couch for me. My brother, welcome to the KC Morning Show, man. Oh, man. I'm psyched to be here, be with you, finally be able to be on the show. Uh, like I said, man, you're my brother. Got you. Let's go. You're my muscle. Will, you are my muscle. You've been my muscle for a minute now, yeah? <laughs> and <Yes>. so <laughs> you you got this account. You're just basically going around town. It started with just, what, donuts? And now we're doing a little bit of everything. Explain this, man, because this is kind of the new hotness. We want to follow food <laughs> accounts, and we see how people make food. And Yeah, for sure, man. So if the idea of everything started back in 2019. Um, I, am, I have an avid sweet tooth. Donuts are my go-to late night snack at the gas station. Um, donuts and chocolate milk, that's my go-to. Yes, and yes. I just just randomly, I was like, I got this idea for a donut tour because I had seen, you know, obviously uh, Kansas City is a taco town. It's a barbecue town. There's just so much to eat here. And I wanted to explore something that not a lot of people talk about and something that I'm passionate about, which is donuts. So it started off with a donut tour. I hit up um, about 10, I believe 10 uh, different mom and pop shops, tried to stay away from chains uh, just because I was trying to make sure that I highlighted what Kansas City had to offer. Um, And then it just kind of spiraled from there. Um, My girlfriend, uh, Brenna, just was like, well, why don't you think about doing other tours? Like, why don't you just continue this thing instead of just doing donuts? So um, I finished the donut tour back in December. Um, I actually started the review page um, back in October. And um, the first instinct was to go with barbecue for my next tour. Um, but as I've been kind of planning that, I've had other foods pop up, such as like chicken sandwiches. Me being me, I love fried foods. So like my, the thing that I'm on right now is, is chicken sandwiches. Um, I'm going around trying them all. So now I'm expanding out, trying to find the best chicken sandwich in Kansas City. Come April, I'll be doing the uh, the barbecue portion of it. So um, I already posted about that. And I mean, the feedback that I got was pretty funny. You guys are serious about your barbecue. Um, I love it. And uh, there was already a little bit of controversy to uh, people arguing what was best. But that's kind of how it started. We just kind of started with donuts and then, you know, people really appreciated the pictures that I was taking and the descriptions, you know, not just Brenna, but several other people, including yourself were like, man, you just, you, you should just start something, just whatever it is, just start it. And that's how the Twitter page came to be. I'm currently working on getting an Instagram up and running. 
Um, I do have a TikTok, but that's primarily just to make the videos to post to Twitter. Don't have huge following there, but you can definitely follow me there. It's also at KC Fresh Reviews. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's pretty much how it started. Well, I think too, you know, you are your national champion. You're from Texas. As a former athlete myself, like that's your full time gig. I'm guessing right. that this has helped you explore Kansas City, maybe for the first time, really, even though you've been here, but now maybe you're here for the first time, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly spot on. Um, you know, I was in Olathe for a few years, was in Lawrence for a few years. You just mentioned Maryville. I was up there for about eight months. So I've been in the area, but the whole time I've been here, I was in college. Um, I was uh, an athlete, like you had mentioned, played football at two universities. And um, when you're an athlete, you kind of have to watch what you're eating. Um, you have to make sure that your nutrition is on point, you know, that cause, uh, you know, as well as I do, you have a bad week of eating and it can lead to, uh, lethargic, uh, just habits and injuries and stuff like that. So you gotta make sure that's all on point. Um, and also you just don't have the time to explore Kansas city. Like I just didn't have the time between meetings, school games, practices, stuff like that. I just, I never had the time. Um, so once I graduated, one of the things that I told myself was I didn't want this just to be a place that I lived. I really wanted to explore Kansas City and see what it had to offer. It just it has so many outlets for for fresh food. Um, I mean, you have so many uh, uh, markets on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, anywhere from um, all the way from in Eudora to Overland Park to uh, North Kansas City. There's, there's so much to look for and to to practice with and um especially when the pandemic hit and all the restaurants got shut down i needed to find a way to eat that really good food but also you know i love cooking um part of my page is you'll see the 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 meals that i'll put out for just myself and my girlfriend you know once uh you know anywhere from like two to four times a week and that those two years of kind of being in isolation like really honed in my skills to the point where um, when I go do these reviews, I am able to, um, review them from a critique standpoint, as far as like flavor profiles, uh, consistency, uh, just the service and everything like that. It's not just me going saying, oh, this is good or this is bad. Even if something may not be the greatest thing, I'm still able to find the little highlights of a, of an item and, and really hopefully give people a, an honest review. So people that are in my shoes where they may not know Kansas City as well. You can go to my page and simply scroll and be like, oh man, like this sushi place looks really good. Or, oh man, this barbecue place looks really good. We'll have great things to say about it. So that's that's the whole point of the page. And to sum it up, never had a chance to explore it. Now that I am a retired has-been athlete. <laughs> um, Welcome, my friend. The water is warm. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I just, I have the time and I want to take that time to explore as much as possible. So what would you suggest to folks who maybe have a cool idea? You know, maybe they want to do something like you're doing, do a tour, or maybe they just want to write. Maybe they just have insert idea. My suggestion is pull the trigger as soon as possible. Um, I didn't realize how big of an impact finally working on something that I had a passion for, something that I had related to my whole life, and just being able to it's not even about the food. It's it's the relationships that I've been able to build. Um, it's seeing myself grow as a person just with my creativity. And it, you're, you'd be amazed at what you can do once you put your mind to it. I know that sounds cliche, but if you're a content creator or anybody just looking for even just a side project, like this started as a side project for me. 
Um, and now it's a, a daily thing that I work on. Um, just pull the trigger, man. Just go ahead and jump in feet first. And if you fall, that happens. Um, but at the end of the day, you're doing something that you love and you know, the people around you are going to support you. I have a great support system. Um, I did not think, I mean, I know it's not a, t a huge following just yet, but I didn't think I would even get to the point where I am now. Um, I mean, heck I had uh, a tweet take off the other day and had over a thousand engagements on it, which was amazing for the page that just started back in October. Um, and so, yeah, that, that'd be my one tidbit is just pull the trigger, go ahead and do it. Jump in. Will Hertel, he is the man behind KC Fresh Reviews. Go follow my man and, and follow him on this food journey, but really it's a, a KC journey and it's a lot of fun. Will, you're my brother. I love you. I promise I don't have anything else that I need you to move. <laughs> But I might <laughs> later. So just be on standby. Hey, you got my number. I'm, a, I'm one phone call away, man. I love you, man. To the track. No outs to go. The Royals have won the 1985 World Series. The KC Morning Show. Carrington Harrison, he is the host of The Drive on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, my man, I got a question for you. Like, what do y'all talk about? right now in sports radio this is is this the dead period football's done you got baseball on the way i mean what do you what do you even fill the show with that is an excellent question yes this is the dead period i think february is sort of like the summer where right now the chiefs are eliminated i would say at least local interest in the super bowl and hearing about it is lessened by the fact that people believe the Chiefs should have been in the Super Bowl. College basketball isn't really a thing for another three weeks. Baseball, we don't even know when baseball is going to start right now because they're in the middle of a lockout. So this is one of those weird times, but in some ways I actually kind of enjoy it. So what we're doing right now on the show is we are re-watching sports movies about winter sports okay. for the okay. for the Winter Olympics. So I actually watched Cool Running earlier this morning uh -huh. i woke up early and watched cool running so i will give my modern review of cool runnings coming up later on the show today uh we are doing fast food friday so we're going to go to fast food places and get things off the menu that we never had before and give our review so i am very excited to try wendy's chili i've never had wendy's chili before i don't know why anyone would go to wendy's and actually eat the chili but you know that's what people do so I think it's a combination of getting people ready for the Chiefs offseason, talking about Tyron Matthew, and just having fun, you know? That is the content that they came for, and I think that they are better off for it. What's going to happen with uh, Tyron Matthew? What do you think? That's an excellent question. I, I would say it's sort of like those 90s sitcoms where it's like the angel on one shoulder and the devil on one shoulder, where you're kind of split. Because on one side, I believe that Tyron Matthew is valuable to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Chiefs appreciate Tyron Matthew, his versatility, and everything that he does. But you and I have both been in contract negotiations where you're thinking, well, if you really feel this way, why aren't you showing it financially? Mm -hmm. So I think right now with Tyron Matthew, it's, well, last offseason, there was only one team that could negotiate with them, obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. Now that you hit free agency, 31 teams can negotiate with Tyron Matthew. So I think what we're going to see is a couple of teams are going to see some of the qualities and characteristics that attracted Tyron Matthew to the Chiefs, and they're going to want him on their roster. And you got to ask, what's the contract the Chiefs feel comfortable with signing Tyron Matthew to? I think he's going to cost at least $16 million a year. I think a three-year, $48 million deal, $20 to $25 million guaranteed 
is probably the contract that he's going to command on the open market. You got to ask yourself, do the Chiefs want to give Tyron Matthew that money? At least to this point, the answer has been no. Yeah, but do you think it's worth it? We would argue, I think correctly, that Tyron Matthew, biggest free agent signing in Chiefs history. But it's what have you done for me lately? Do you think he is worth that now? Is he worth that contract? I think so. I mean, the way that contracts are structured in the NFL, not to get too much in the weeds by, even though it might be a three-year deal, it could really be just a two-year deal. I would feel comfortable having Tyron Matthew on my team for the next two seasons. I think that he can just do a lot of things, and I'm not sure necessarily if their defense works if he's not there, where he can play safety. He can play free safety or strong safety. He can play linebacker if you need him to. He can play nickel corner if you need him to. He can just do so many different things that I think they're going to need three or four people to replace all the things that Tyron Matthew can do where you can just pay him and deal with it that way. So I think it's the number one thing for the Chiefs this offseason to figure out. Now, they're going to franchise tag Orlando Brown, but that's a formality at this point. There's really no other option on who you should franchise tag other than Orlando Brown. So now it's, are you going to come to a long-term agreement with Tyron Matthew? And as I said, there were so many deadlines and points last offseason where I kept thinking, oh, well, he won't go to training camp without a new deal. Oh, well, he won't practice without a deal. Oh, well, he won't play in a preseason game without a deal. All of those deadlines obviously passed and still no contract has been signed. Carrington Harrison, he is the host of The Drive, 610 Sports Radio. Let me know how that Wendy's chili is. Just let me know how this whole food tour goes. Sports might be done for you if this really takes off. Yeah, man. Uh, so I actually do want to bring back, I did these taco videos right before quarantine oh, called the Tour right. de Taco. And I was going around to all the Mexican restaurants and trying their tacos. I need to have you come on and we need to go to one of these Mexican restaurants and get your review of a taco. See what you think. I'm down. I actually need to talk to you because I want to start my own podcast and you are like podcast God out here. You're basically <laughs> Kansas City Steve Harvey. That's what I figured out like a couple of weeks ago. Everywhere I look up, I just see you. You're on podcast. You're emceeing something. You're at Power and Light. Yo, I, I didn't get a chance to ask you this. How miserable was Power and Light once the Chiefs lost? Absolutely terrible. I, I wouldn't <laughs> so wish funny. that on so, nobody. So I live downtown, and it was funny. Well, not hindsight. It's funny. But you could see people, you know, walk into the, you know, walk into KC Live, and, oh, they're jacked. I remember at halftime kind of opening up the window, and, you know, I'm seeing waves of people walking to KC Live because they're thinking, hey, we're up double digits we're gonna win this thing it's gonna be an all-night party and then seeing those same people walk back to their cars mad and upset oh my goodness just had me absolutely tickled you didn't miss much <laughs> no i didn't miss anything i'm also excited to come to your wrestling event here what next week i was about to ask you if you even remember look at you february 18th. february 18th we got you on a match Arthur, i keep up with your career i don't Man. know if you know this Man. I actually like you in real life. So I try to keep up with what you're doing. I try to support what you're doing. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know where this thing is yet, but I know I'll be there wherever it is. I know I'm going to be there. Blip, Roastery, February 8th. Oh, the same place. Okay. Same. Yo, if you want me on the show, on your show, maybe we can plug it. I'm just saying. I don't know if we're at that stage yet. I don't know if we're at the stage where we're promoting amateur wrestling. Like, I know there's not a whole lot going on. Content. You need this content. Come on. I mean, I'd much rather watch Miracle again and give my 10-minute review of Miracle. Man, than have, my, I got nothing show. but love for you. I got nothing but love for the people that compete. I had a good time when I was there. I will be there for this event. I'm really looking forward to it. Carrington Harrison, 610 Sports. My man, I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you on the 18th. All right, bro.
to the KC Morning Show.